Hello, welcome back. This is Tanaya Yarbrough Maxwell again with You Can Say That Again. Um, today I'm going to go off script because, you know, in these times where things are so uncertain, God's directing us to do certain things that may seem out of order to us, but it was always in his plan. So today I want to talk about something that my husband and I experienced a couple days ago and and how we were able to resolve it. I I I mean God he is so amazing if we seek him. I mean, he's amazing on his own, but we have to seek him to get those answers. We have to look for it sometimes. Um, And then sometimes it's right in front of our face. But this situation that I want to talk about are couples that have children. Those couples that have children, our kids, they are masters at finding a weak point in, I I don't know if a it's necessarily our marriage or our relationship. So they can tell if we are on the same page. Remember guys on the previous podcast, two become one. They recognize when you guys are not one, when you guys are not on the same page. So in this instance, with something that my husband and I dealt with, they were going to the grocery store to get something that I needed to cook his birthday dinner. And I knew on on the news, I want to follow the guidelines according to this quarantine. So they said, designate one person to go to the stores and leave your children at home. So that, that designee was my husband because he still has to work outside of the home. So he's constantly being exposed and and protecting himself. So he was the designee. So he, my, my middle daughter wanted to go home. I mean, go with him. And I said, you know, no, because they said, leave your children at home. Why expose them if they don't need to be? Just tell dad what you want. Well, she decides that she just wants to go ride with him. I already know. I've been a teenage girl. She's 14. I already knew. She was going to try and get her dad to convince him to let her go inside the store. So we both decided that she was going to stay in the car. When he gets there, I did call him and I said, you know, are you okay going in the store by yourself because maybe he might be overwhelmed with the grocery list. He doesn't usually do the groceries. So he said, no, I'm fine. So in that moment, we both decided that we were going to let her stay in the car. She says, dad, can I go in and not touch anything? I'll just wear my gloves and my mask and not touch anything. He says, okay. In that moment, we, our one was broken because something that we agreed on did not happen. And I assumed it happened, but not until 
they got home and later on after the party and things like that, my daughter slipped up and said, um, we were talking about how much food or whatever was in the store. She goes, oh, there was hardly anything in the store. And I looked and I said, how would you know if you didn't get out the car? So she proceeds to try and fix what she said. And so I'm taught, and then my husband walks in and I'm like, how could you support her lie? He's like, I don't know what you're talking about. He's caught off guard. Basically, it caused an issue. Because I feel like in that moment, if something that was agreed on is going to be broken, the other one should be contacted and say, hey, do you mind if this happens? And that's how strong the bond has to be. So after that, we're going back and forth, goes into the next day. We're texting because that's just the way we communicate when we're feeling a little emotional we can allow each other to speak through that way. And that's something that we've decided to do. Um, And so we, as we're texting the message, it's getting heated and heated. Um, We're not really understanding each other's side. And finally, I say, you know what? I give up. I know my place. So in that moment, I felt a similar feeling that I have felt in the past and I didn't want to go back there. My heart was so hard. I didn't want to let him in. We were having so many issues. I had threw my hands up, not wanting to be in that place. And guys, that's half the battle is recognizing when you are in a negative space and you are not able to resolve it yourself. So what I did was, because what I really wanted to do within myself was just let it carry on and dig and dig and show him how mad I was and and how hurt I was feeling. And he was feeling some kind of way because all this is happening towards the night. It was the end of his birthday. So we're both feeling some kind of way. So after I finished that text, I went to God. And that's what we should do. We should seek him first. But before you do too much in yourself, in your emotion, seek him first, the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all these things will be given to you. So what I did was I prayed to him and then I sought help from a leader that I listen to um, often, almost every day. And lo and behold, the message that I came across was married couples and disappointment. And it addressed the issues that I was feeling and how to deal with it. And along with the conversation with God, and he said, I need you to, what I need you to do is reach out to him. Tell him that we are not going to be able to solve this within ourselves. And explain to him that I went to God. I got this answer. This is what we need to do. I told him, 
We both need to apologize for our role in this argument. Then we need to explain what went wrong and what we will not do the next time and what we will do. And so after each of us apologizing for our role and what we're going to do, now we're in a better place because not recognizing that in that moment, we allowed a slit in our marriage for the devil to come in. And now it's up to us whether we allow the devil to come in and sit and eat Or are we just going to allow the devil to come in and immediately kick him out because he is not welcome here? And by seeking God, we were able to get the tools to equip us to kick him out. Because in that moment, we were consumed with emotions that were placed on by him. You know, because in my myself, I came at him disrespectfully. I was yelling um, because he came in when I was talking to my daughter. So that intensified it. So he came a different way. And now, you know, it just builds and builds and builds. And the devil is sitting in our house laughing and enjoying every moment of it. Every minute that we prolong that argument or that feeling of disappointment or anger, we allow him to come and sit down in our house. So it is up to us to be able to kick him out, like I said, and not allow him to sit in our house and eat and watch TV. Because Now he's sitting and eating and getting full off of our mess and we're being depleted and we're feeding his purpose and not God's purpose. So by seeking him, not only was I able to feed my family, feed our relationship, my husband was like, wow, God is good. You know, because he didn't want to go back to that place. We have, we've made a lot of progress. The devil doesn't like that. And he will use anything and everything, especially during this quarantine and we're all together and we know the kids want to get out, you know, and all this other things there. They could be more mischievous, you know, but we have to be on our game. We have to be playing the same game. You know, we have to be on the right page, the same vision and seek him when we when we need help. And in that moment, seeking him was the best answer. So I'm I'm here to just, when you are in the middle of a mess, you can see where it's going to go. Just stop. Seek him first. Wait on his word. Right then it was immediate. Because I saw them, I heard the word, it was right there. And I implemented it right away. I was obedient. Because probably today it would still be going on and on and on. And the kids are happy because they got their way anyway. Not knowing what kind of mess they just caused. And they don't want you to break up. You know, so seek him 
and get right back on the same page. During this quarantine, we're going to experience a lot of mess, a lot of unfamiliar territories, homeschooling, um, family members working from home, cleaning, still instilling the Bible and getting your time organized so that you don't leave out the word. Um, all kinds of things. But we all know that all of the answers are in the word. We have unlimited access through prayer, through scripture, meditation, mindfulness, and he gave us each other for support as well. We have to be able to lean on each other. And we're not going to be able to lean on each other when we're separated, either physically or mentally, and allowing the devil to come in and ignite old feelings. Um, because this situation is something that we've talked about over and over and over and over and over again. Because she's daddy's girl. You know, kids know. You know, and I'm not saying she's the only child that does it. But just in this moment is the one that we're talking about. We have great kids. But we've all done that. I even asked my mom, did I ever do that? She said, girl, yes. You know, this isn't new. But we have to be up on our game. You know, so I come to you guys just thanking you for again coming and listening to this. This is a little off um, track, but I just felt like it needed to be discussed that we do not let our children interfere with what we're trying to do. If we come together and decide on something that we must stick with it. And if there is a change, we owe that other mate the respect on calling them, talking to them about it, asking if that change is okay. So that even when that child comes and asks the other parents, they already know that they're gonna check in with the other parent, so why even try? And so what we told our daughter was, hey, when you know that we both decided on something, don't ask. Because now at this point, we see you, it's, you're trying to trick us. And now we're sitting here talking about this, this, this. Teach your kids that. And not only teach them that, show them through action that you guys are on the same page. Because you know what? When you're not, they suffer. Not only you guys, they suffer because something's going to fall through the crack. So, Lord, I just thank you for the married couples, the relationships on this podcast. I pray for your covering over this quarantine period and throughout life. I pray that they will find a way to get on the same page, Lord. And when they are in doubt and insecure, and unsure, Lord, I pray that they will seek you first. Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto them, Lord. 
I pray that all that you have for these married couples will be added, Lord Jesus, so that they can be an example to those coming up, be an example to those children on how to work together, how to argue, how to work through that, not through separation, but unity. Show them, Lord, how Couples are supposed to love one another and respect and show them that they are on the same page and they are rooting for them, Lord. I pray for the marriages that you will cover them with love, cover them with understanding, cover them with selflessness, cover them with hope and endurance, Lord Jesus, because a marriage is full of action Action involves movement. Movement needs endurance. Endurance building needs consistency. Consistency has to happen together. And I thank you, Lord, for all of that coordination within us so that we can be the couple that you have called us to be. And move in our purpose. I thank you again for joining this podcast. If you feel like it's helped you, share with someone. Rate it. Comment. Let me know what your thoughts are. Maybe you have a topic that you need to talk about during these times. Let's discuss it. Let's pray together. Let's share together. Because if we all come together praying for each other, That even builds even more strength. So I thank you. God bless and share. You can say that again. Amen.